that you once or a couple of times you said the stuff we are doing is weird and i i got from that that it is weird to to some other people but while i was doing an emotional healing process yes i felt like no this is standard like this is what my being is longing for and i was wondering what you meant by saying this is weird Well, don't you, I mean, how many people around you do you talk about this stuff? I mean, I think that's, especially, I don't know, to people who comes to work talk or study group or what I, people have the story that I live in a monastery of next culture. That is the story that I've heard. So I don't imagine, I can't imagine what kind of life they're living, but probably you know, their life will be, would be weird to me. And my life seems really normal to me, but I'm trying to talk to them. I'm trying to acknowledge that they might, it might be weird, but I look, if you walk in the world and being, this is, this is what human beings are designed for. You know, this is what, this is what yeah. we can do. We have access to these forces. We have access to this information. We have access to that amount of, intimacy and what are you how, how come you are weird yeah yeah well great yay yeah. <sighs> cool thank you yeah <laughs> god this is it i was just thinking that seems like it great little cozy little committee for the last Fear Club Space Holder Training session, the first ever last session. And I, I wanted to sort of, I jumped in into the Fear Club Space Holder Handbook and I started to type in um, context setting and, and what, how is it, you know, what is, what is the context? What are the information, the distinction, the clarity that is different from the Rage Club Space Holder Handbook, for example, that, because all of you have been through Rage Club Space Holder Training, you have access to that handbook. And some of the differences, I mean, for example, it's really Fear Club is about building matrix in your people. It's really about how can you, you enter a space, you connect with your people, what, how can you build matrix in them so that this, this churning, this machine of, or this, in, in a way, this machine of this relationship with fear is, is hooked in, and then they can walk their path. And so this, the, have, you know, using fear is a lifelong path. And when people are going to come to your intro to fear club or fear club, basically, they're starting the path. For most of them, they're starting the path, unless you're doing an advanced fear club. And we'll talk about that. Uh, later, there's a proposal coming from Christine about that, Christine and I. And, but the, the first people is, you, how, what, are they, what do they need to rewire? What is the thoughtware that needs to change? What, is, what are the experiences that they need to have so that you, 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 you put them on their path and they will, they will keep going? Because for, it's really deep in us at levels that I think I still really unconscious to most of us that we've been to school and it's like, 
you've done math 101 and then you've done math 101 and that's it. You don't need to ever do it, do it again. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff that we're doing, but especially regarding you know, whatever feelings and fear is, it, you, you can never do fear. You can never have fear. You can never complete fear or heal it. So I think that's something that is also very important to stress in the fear club is we're like the first sentence that you could say is we are not here to heal your fear. You, we are here to make your fear bigger. You know, whoever wants to leave this space, this is the moment <laughs> you can go. But, but to just really, really clear about what we're doing in that. And, and it's a resource. So it's an ongoing flow of information and energy and and as you evolve on your path and as the people evolve on their path the the what the resource gives them is different and the way that you receive it in your matrix is also different it's also more elegant or precise or delicate or um clear and and i just had this experience today i was doing my uh h31 and i I sort of like breathe and enter this fear, eight minute of fear. And then I, I was like, I felt angry because my anger was, well, if I do eight, three, one of fear, then what I would get is a long to-do list. My fear tells me you need to talk to this person. You need to complete this task. You haven't completed this commitment. What about this, you know, the bill, the payment, the, uh, who do you need to talk to? And and it's just a to-do list. And I, and, I, and I, it just hit me of being, okay, I've been using my fear, which is very useful to notice what I need to complete and finish and what's still in the air. And, but it's a to-do list. And, and it's like, okay, I think there's a lot more to fear than that. And so I was kind of just waiting. So putting the to-do list things on the side and being Okay, what else, what else do you have for me fear? And, and actually not much. Like I, I couldn't really access what else is there. And well, one of my, one, one thing that I wrote was my fear is because, because I think it's a whole new access to my fear after the process I did about worrying. So I did this process about worrying with Christina and, and the worrying also had a lot of to-do list attached to it, a lot of, of doing. Um, I'm, I'm entering a whole new territory of fear. And actually I would ask you for, if you had experiments for me to enter or sense into or have a relationship with the, this other dimension of fear, then this... Uh, being aware of what needs to be completed or talked about or so can can we do this right now would would you be willing to do this yes just give me yes. a yeah two or three experiments yes. for this i'm listening i'm listening and writing go out in nature and tune to the to to the trees to the minerals to the to the animals whatever you perceive and tune in and and get the message, get the information. One would be to sit in a chair where your feet are a little bit off the ground so they're not touching. And then, and it's like an eight, three, one. So you do it for eight minutes 
but you keep returning to wordless nothingness, groundlessness, nowhereness uh, over and over again throughout. Find a witch and talk to her about using fear for magic. Another one is... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I just have a few questions. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Devin, my my problem with that is that I, I just need a little more guidance because I used to meditate as a Buddhist and I used to not go in this space of no, like no words. And I used to have huge headaches trying to thinking that the nothingness or groundlessness is empty. And I, and I have a doubt about that. So any hints about that experiment? Like what, uh, what else? Or anybody else about this? Because try to avoid words. Yeah. Like my box is just a, a word mechanism. Like there's no way I can really stop that. Mm. Nothing's coming for me right now. Okay. Mm. Well, I'll I'll try it anyway, and I'll I'll let you know. I'll try it too. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And uh, Yule, uh, any name for witches? Who should I talk to? I was just thinking of there must be a witch in Brazil, somewhere around okay. here. And I just have the jungle coming up right now. Okay, that's good enough. Somewhere in Brazil, around here. Great. There's a woman in the Black Forest you could contact. Her name is Margot Rotler. Okay, I'll talk to you about that. Thank you. Vera, do you have an experiment for me? Yeah, the experiment is about uh, moving your physical body, but also in tune with your energetic and, and also your emotional for your fear and to, to, um, to allow your fear to tell you where's the space that your physical body needs to occupy. And to, and to, uh, to realize, is it coming from going, going towards, is it coming from uh, going away or, you know, there's, there's so much hmm, exploration of, of where the movement, how, like the quality of that movement or the quality of that space that you're going to inhabit. And so it's a, it's almost a, an experiment to, to find the, the parts of your in your body, in your uh, energetic space, in your physical space, that you haven't inhabited yet. So the physical space, but and you said also the energetic space. Yes. So the the space. So it's it's in tune with the with the speed, and it's in tune with yours. What is your space? Your so the the ownership of space, and it's. And, and, and it's about moving your physical body in a physical space too. Okay. So just ask, ask your fear, where else do I move and where do I move from? And towards what? Away from what? Yeah. Do you want another experiment? Yes, let's do it one more. Uh, when, when you're 
fear is telling you about a to-do list, don't do the to-do list first, but do, do at first something which increases, which keeps your fear level high or increases it even. And then do something from your to-do list and look if uh, other information will come. Cool. Thank you very much. Does anybody need a group intelligence experiment from the team? Um, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I, I kept trying to say things, but my thing wasn't plugged in. And I literally every time I was like starting to say anyway. Um, okay, I'm plugged in. I want to can I add one thing and Chloe because I think yeah. it's important. And this is when you are asking what your fear has for you. There's the there's a, an, an unspoken context to that, that what do you have for me about my to do list? And so or what do you have for me to do that I forgot to do? And so change the question so that it's about something other than your to do list. So ask the question fear. What do you have for me about, you know, my next step or what do you have for me about? So change the question and make it more specific so that your fear knows what to mm. what to provide. Yeah, what do you have for me about my quality of being? Mm. Almost like an oracle, like asking a tarot, a tarot deck what it has for you about something. <clears throat> cool, thank you. That one freaks my box out, so. <laughs> yes. My, my quality of being, but this is a waste of time. <laughs> already. But did, didn't you put the Oracle exercise into the group? I didn't. Okay. But I can Oracle somebody else, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Anybody yeah. wants to have needs experiment for some discovery or research that you're doing right now around your fear? Or even for your work talk. Yes. Um, I, I haven't had a registration for my work talk. And um, my question is, what So Johanna, Johanna, we're not, yes. this is not a, uh, a Dharma combat. Have you ever, do you know what a Dharma combat is? No, you you hang out in China. You should know what a Dharma combat is. It's combat it's like a, combat. Yeah. Okay. It so Dharma combat is a let's have a fierce um, discussion about uh, clarity about distinction. So if you ask, you know, what about this? If you ask a question like this, then you inviting to a Dharma combat of people giving their own experience of clarity or of distinction. You know what I'm talking about? So people will give you, will give you clarity instead of experiments. Mm -hmm. 
anyway, that's a very fun space to to be in. We've recorded one. We did one one time the space Dharma Combat about uh, there is no we in responsibility. And then we were. I just want to tell you because it was amazing, and I, I I recommend for you to try this in your possibility team or your game world or your meeting. So everybody has the same distinction. There is no we in responsibility, and then then you one person starts and delivers with fierceness what what is behind uh, how to unfold this distinction into it's like a you're taking a stand for that distinction to be clear in the world and then at the end when you're done after a few minutes you do like this because that's the dark and then you send it you know to johanna and, and then johanna you have the next the next round of bringing your clarity to this distinction and you're not combating like you're not battling against each other you you're you're fighting for the distinction you're standing you're taking a stand for the distinction and it, it's a yeah it's an amazing space of of clarity and teamwork so we're not doing that right now what we're doing is experiments so please give me possibility or please give me experiments mm-hmm. yes do you want one now? No, I'm at you. <laughs> Do you need experiments, Johanna? Mm, I don't have the clarity, but I, of, my first answer is yes, I need, of, I would say like, of course, like, but then I, I don't know about what, so I prefer say. Mm. Mm. Oh no, because I don't know about what. What if you say, what if you say, please give me experiment and you don't know what you need experiment about and you just, and let it speak. <laughs> Worse. So let please, you, please give me yeah. experiments. And even if, if I don't know what about it can be. No, Joanna, try this. You say, please give me experiment. And then you finish the sentence without knowing what you're going to say. Mm. You're speaking from the unknown. Okay. Let your fear inform you what experiments you, you, you need experiment about. It helps to not think about it before you uh, start speaking. Okay. Mm. Please give me experiment about seeing the light in the person in front of me. No, it doesn't work. Why not? So say it just more clearly, because you 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 didn't you didn't trust yourself. You didn't yes. trust your the unknown. Actually, you didn't trust the unknown. The unbelievable, Johanna. There's an immense resource, and it just spoke through you. You could just radically rely on it. So just say it again. Just landed we- in the space. Mm. Please give me experiments about seeing the light in in the sh- people in front of me. Fix on one little element which you find beautiful in this person. Allow to so sit in front of the person 
and turn on your light receptors and, and allow the person's light to to touch you to touch you beyond your your box layer to go to go really through and then and then tell them about it and notice what happens in you and then tell them about their light find five people in the next week you can hug and try to stay in the hug for at least two or three minutes and try to synchronize the breath with this person. Just scanning blindfolded and tune in from, from, from your center and there catch your own light wherever it is. And then from there, speak what you receive. I, I catch first my own light mm -hmm. and I, I speak from that place. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Johanna, even the experiment for Christina, I would have you be blindfolded for like two hours in, you go into Berlin with somebody, you know, with, with a friend who would guide you so you don't hurt yourself, blindfolded. And then the people that you interact with, that, that's your job. To, to see the to see the light in them and then to say it to to tell them. And you can't you can't see them with your you know your physical eyes because we're so captured by what comes through our physical eyes. Instead of we have four other bodies that catch us so much, but we're so distracted by the colors, the light, the the physical uh, sensation. Mm. Yes, thank you. This one's really touching me, this whole experiment. Also center on your heart. Not only center on your center, but go into your heart and then try to see them, like to feel them with your heart, like try to see their humanity. I would have another experiment is to go into a cafe and you go alone, this time with your eyes and you, you pick three people and you draw first their underworld you have a page where you draw their complete underworld you know because if you if you're not seeing the light johanna then you're seeing the underworld okay well that's great that's a skill so draw that start by drawing the underworld and then then draw the upper world draw the bright principles and, but you start by start by what you already see and acknowledge that. Great. Anything else for Johanna? Yeah, let yourself, when you talk to a person that you know, let yourself fall more back into this unknown space where you actually notice that you don't know the other person at all. And then respond and interact from there. Or whatever happens. Great. That's good. Yes. Very enough. Very good. Thank you. I will keep you um, informed about these experiments. Have fun Thank and you. 
<laughs> bring them into your work talk. Great. Yes. And <laughs> I mean, it was so funny that you said, you know, how can I see the light in people? And you're the only person with this completely dark background with this light on you. <laughs> totally enlightened. <laughs> Do that with yeah. other people, okay? Put the light yeah. on. <laughs> okay. The, the other thing, so the other thing that I wanted to share is that I, I, I remembered a story that I think is really fitting for, for about fear is that I used to, I met Clinton actually, I used to work in a, in a farm at the ecosystem restoration camp and I would never been a farmer before. I never grew anything in my life. And we were in charge of a whole plot of vegetables, tomatoes, eggplants, uh, peppers, like all sorts of stuff like that. And, and there was a bunch of weed of amaranth. Does everybody know what amaranth is? You get it? So yeah. it's, it's a weed that has seeds and leaves and actually a lot of people, actually eat it and, and, and use it. And, and so, but we were pulling out the amaranth and it's like dandelion. If you don't pull out the whole root, the thing just grows back after a couple of weeks. It is totally strong and, and like, and it, and it eats all the nutrient from the soil. And so, so there we were with Clinton and other people pulling out these weeds twice a week. It was just kind of exhausting and, and pointless. And this, another, um, a farmer came around and, and, and looked at the field and we, we told him about are we doing this weeding and it's really exhausting and, he, and he's like why are you growing vegetables when your soil is growing amaranth like how why don't you let nature decide what to grow because it, it is there and you can eat the seed you can eat the leaf you can sell the seed it's a it's a totally um uh well, it's a great plant. You can feed the chicken with it. And, and I just thinking of this story and, and I think we do exactly the same with our fear is that we have this resource, this immense resource that is already there, that is innate, that is in us, that actually we can't get rid of. And we try to replace it with stuff like confidence or self-love or self-trust. And um, how do you write amaranth? I'm gonna. I, I can continue. I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, and and so and the and and the. But what we think confidence or self love or self trust is gonna give us, actually fear is already giving us has already the power to give us what we want to replace it with something else. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like I'm, I was trying to grow vegetables when the amaranth was already giving me what I need to eat and make money. And, and, I, and I was pulling my hair out, trying to grow other things. And so, so this is really where we start in terms of our fear is that we have this thought where that fear needs to be plucked out and pulled out or, you know, needs to be get, get rid of. And when you're, when you're holding space for your participant, start there, you know, start there of like, that's their thoughtware, that's their wiring of fear. And then, and then move into the direction of what you're looking for in confidence or trust or love or attention, get it through your fear. You know, so get it already through your fear. 
And, and then when you start changing the thoughtware, then you can start, um, you know, you change the thoughtware, then you start lowering the numbness bar, you get access to fear, then you can heal the emotional fear and the anxiety and the stress. And then under all of that, you get access to the conscious fear. So it's a path. Like it's really a, a path. It doesn't, and, and especially for, I mean, I had this process in conversation with Vera is, especially for millennium people, like we are so used to immediate reward, you know, whatever. You know, somebody said that it's point and click, you know, point and click on Uber. You've got food, you know, five minutes after you ordered them. You, you switch, a, uh, um, you flick a switch and you get light. You put the oven on and it's hot. You know, you, you turn on, you, you lift the, the, the water pipe and you get water. I mean, before people had to go get water at the, at the well and to get heat, they had to chop the wood, dry the wood, you know, and then make a fire. And, and so it's so wired in us to have things immediate this immediatism and and just tell your people it's it's one matrix you know one matrix built at a time one step at a time one process at a time one um experience at a time and it's it's the in a way it's like baby steps it's really steps so for you it's also to not pressure yourself about people need to have this kind of uh, amazing inner realization or awakening moment about fear. It just, maybe it will happen and maybe it won't. And because I, I remember Vera, we were talking about it earlier. I remember in my first fear club, I was scared. Was, I was like, I, I, I'm on this exploration journey with you. Like, I don't know what fear club is. I barely have started exploring my fear. But what I knew is that people would, quote unquote, you know, pay me, you know, with money, but also their time and their energy and their attention, because not because I could, I would know, not because I could deliver cool stuff, but because I was inviting them into a journey with me. So the, the, the invitation is bring your people on a journey and, and, and don't, it's not about trying to be whatever, deliver cool stuff or be, or, or, or grand processes or, you know, intense processes. It's really about you're, you're holding space for something extraordinary, something, something just different. And I, I've been, you know, there's, there's people who, um, you know, I, I can imagine their life. I mean, this is sort of related to what we were talking with Marcus in the beginning is, you know, if people are at work all day long having this insane, ordinary, uh, really low drama uh, space of being having to be fake, then they get to enter your space and finally they have a chance to breathe. You know, so just that is immense for people. If you can offer them a space where they can be them, like be more themselves, like put down the mask, put down the numbness bar, um, that it's huge. It's a huge service to offer them through, you know, through practicing fear. 
But just to give you, I wanted to talk about this, just to give you a background context of fear club is not about delivering fear exercises. That's what I mean. It's, it's, a, it's a lot a bigger picture than this. It's, it's opening a door to a path that really, like I said in the first session, like no, nobody, I haven't met anybody really opening this door into this, the path of fear as a immense resource for, you know, building, building um, a culture, you know, cultural space, adult cultural space that is centered on adult, adult initiated adults into their feeling and into many other domains. Okay. Any, so anything else, any, whatever, sharing question, comment. Some of you have done your work talk already. Some of you have not done your work talk yet. It's coming up. So anything, while you think about this, I just want to say that, oh, I wanted to say this, this offer that we were thinking with Christine mm -hmm. just earlier today about, I think I will hold space for a fear club, a, a quote unquote fear club uh, advanced, which will basically only be process. Will be four four weeks. Every week will be will be very few practices, maybe some, but mostly it will be about process and then integration, process and then integration. So one or two fear process per uh, per session. So you are all invited. Done. Basically, it would be for you. I'm booking. And yes, okay. me too. Was okay. my idea. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, Christina. Go, Christina. Thank go. you. So I'm telling you, either I'll do it in December uh, if I want to do it, whatever. Either December or January. It will be. It will be coming up. Cool. Yay. cool. That's that's also. Um, yeah, leads to a question I had about this. Okay, fear is this inner resource we don't use. And if I have a client where like this, okay, fear is blocking me. I mean, my fear is blocking me a lot of time where this, they're running around with their emotional fear. Mm, kind of like, how do, I, how do I land that? That actually, wow, fear is cool and use it. If mainly what they know is emotional fear, what's blocking them? What would you say? I would bring the distinction first. Like, okay, there's emotional fear and there's the feeling. And then maybe go into some practice where they actually can experience the feeling of fear. What if you practice just for like three minutes right now, Yula? And the coaching that I would give you is mm -hmm. to acknowledge where people are. To acknowledge the insanity in, in which we have put ourselves into like the, the insane prison. So basically you, you have a client in front of you and they come in and they have a huge amount of fear. And so what do you, how do you start? What do you say? I would start with the distinction like, okay. Well, say so, it, the yeah. practice is say it right now. All right. Okay, so what you're feeling and what is blocking you is actually emotional fear. So it's something from the past, something that does not belong to the now. 
And okay, so, you, yeah. so you, I want to give you yes. coaching as we go along. There's about uh, like four distinction in what you said as a lot. Okay. It's actually too much for people. And it, and it comes off as you reading some kind of book, like you're saying this from um, a theory instead of speaking from your own experience. So mm. just say that, that I'm, I'm on that journey too. And this mm -hmm. is what I've discovered. Okay. You can start with that. Yeah. Yes, I'm on the same journey. And for me, like the thing that is blocking me and the thing that is like, freezing me that is emotional fear and for me this has nothing to do with the other fear that is there that is aliveness and so what we're trying to experience is the distinction between those those two yeah i would start like that and i have some extra coaching i want marcus to go first okay. no, i want marcus to go first now um I tuned just right now into being the client and I would like you to to give like to stay longer with the distinction what is emotional fear like to 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 actually make it an experiential room or space for me when you talk mm. okay yeah yeah my coaching is is akin to that it's to to speak to their matrix so it's not a class it's not a concept and And go with how it looks like, you know, connect with it, ask questions to your, mm -hmm. to your client and so that they build themselves the distinction. Mm -hmm. okay. You create the experience for them. Go. Okay. Yeah, so this fear that you're feeling right now. Mm. Yeah, for me, it helps to ask the fear, like, what is it, was it, what is it telling me? What's it about to tune into it? And no, I wouldn't say that, actually. No. Would you choose one person out of this room and mm -hmm. talk to them? You know, yes. so, then, so then talk to them, not as a space, but as a... Okay, I have a proposal. I have a proposal that we actually practice this. We all, everybody practice this. And it just like Marcus said, this is about you, you get, it's going to be a short amount of time, about four minutes per person. Mm -hmm. And it's about delivering. Um, so the client would, would come up with a question about fear and it's your answer has to be experiential. How do you land the distinction, speak about fear in an experiential way, not with verbal reality? Okay, in, in answering um, your clients. And so just also as a, as a reference point, just to, to look back of what Anne Chloe did earlier with Johanna, instead of say yes, no, she, she asked questions. He created a space where Johanna could move into that it was that she could make that experiment even in her own clarity about, about the light of the other being. So you, you are helping the, the client to navigate to the place where they can get that distinction. So just to be clear, uh, 
you're speaking most of the time, okay? The client is not speaking. The, your, job, your, your job is to speak and to paint the room, to, to paint what is happening and what is possible. You get both, the X on the map and then what's possible and to hold this tension experientially. Okay, here we go. Uh, Devin, where is Devin? Yeah, Devin is coming back on. Okay. Okay, anything, I'm gonna go into a room. Okay. Um, okay, we switched to English. <laughs> All right. Who are you choosing? Joanna, I want to speak to you. Yes. So I noticed myself like I was freezing right now for a second. And that is an emotion of fear that I have of not saying the right thing. And that's not the fear I can use. That's something from the past. So this for me is something, yeah. When you said the thing about this fear is not from right now, mm -hmm. you know this, but the, the other person doesn't. Mm -hmm. So this is a distinction that needs to be unfolded a little bit more. Okay, yeah. So Johanna, when I just started speaking to you, I was, I was freezing for a second. And the fear behind that was, I'm gonna say something wrong. I'm gonna do something you might not understand or misunderstand. And actually that's, that's a fear I'm carrying around my whole life to know. So that's not a fear I actually have. Like, I'm not really scared of, like, if I say something wrong, I trust you to tell me, like, I didn't understand that. I didn't get that. So that's a fear that comes from the past. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Marcus, go first. And when you were saying, I'm carrying around this fear my whole life. And this would be for me, now you painted the door to connect with Johanna and ask her, do you... Mm. Do you have also this experience of you have a fear that you're carrying with you all the time? Yes. Yeah. And, and there's two other things. One <clears throat> is that what you can say, you could you could say could say something like, this fear has nothing to do with you. You know, you make it really personal, it has nothing to mm. do with this moment. Mm. I've been, you know, to just to reinforce that I've been carrying around, it's not from right now. But that's an option. There was something that you, once you said that it's not from right now, you, you went into a loop and you said, but I'm not really scared that you would be about this. Mm. And so you, by saying this, it's actually your emotional fear that said that mm. you, you contradicted, you, you know, say, I have this fear I'm carrying around, but I'm not really scared about this. And it was really, really fast, but it creates this kind of 
distrust in the space. Are you scared or are you not scared? Mm. So go ahead. I would say go ahead from the beginning and, and remember to check with Johanna if it's landing. Okay. Cause you're, you're looking at yourself saying it, but you're not checking with Johanna if it's landing in her. Okay. So Johanna, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this fear right now of like saying something wrong, saying something that does not land in you. And actually that's a fear that I'm, yeah, that I'm carrying around since forever, since I can remember. Do you, yes. do you know that? Do you have a fear like that? Something that's, yeah. Yeah, and it's not actually from the moment. Like it doesn't even have to do with you. Wait, wait, it's wait. Fear. Yeah. She's, she's, Johanna said yes, okay, but you yeah. didn't, she wanted to say something more. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. you cut it. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. I wanted to share that, yes, I have that with uh, being seen in the room. You have that with being seen. Be seen. Yes. Okay, you're afraid to be seen. Yes. Yeah, so one of my things is this, like, I'm afraid of doing something wrong. And it's something that does not have to do with you. Like, it comes, can be with everyone, every kind of situation. And yeah, that's something that I discovered is, it's, it's called emotional fear. So that's something I've been just carrying it around and carrying it around and something that actually needs healing so uh, the beep was that you you were it's I, I really recommend that you watch the video mm. so when johanna said what her fear was about it was great you you did completion loops and there was still this kind of pressure about i need to go say that thing i need to say mm. that thing yeah. okay mm -hmm. so just to relax a little bit on the pressure because it's it's a, it's this relational bit that is going to help you get out of your own emotional fear because mm. you can by being in relationship with Johanna you can check if it's landing or not which is exactly what your fear is about it's am i going to say the right thing your fear is going to help you so if you start loosening up a little bit and stay in relationship with her your emotional fear can relax and you can pay attention to the next thing without um, yeah, without thinking about the future, what are you going to say next? So that's one piece. And the, the other is that you were repeating a little bit more the same thing in the end, that it's not from right now and then it's not from right now. Mm. So, yeah, it, I would say to not be so afraid of having an empty and silent few seconds. Okay. Mm. And then say the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just want to add with what Vera just said about this uh, having a letting a space. When you say the word, this is called emotional fear. That's exactly where you know landing this distinction because then you just move on. And this 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 word, this was a key word. You know, emotional fear couldn't grow in the space. You know, expand in the space mm -hmm. to be landing in, in in me. Okay, go. Did you recognize you what what Johanna said about the the 
the big distinction. Yes. Cool. cool. It's yes. like a it's like a title of a thing. It's like yes. Plan. Yeah. And I also recognized that it was big, and then I started talking out of fear. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So this thing we're both experiencing is called emotional fear. And this is something that needs healing. And hey, speak from yeah. you, from you. Mm. Go, go, mm. Marcus, say it. Yeah. Yeah. Allow yourself to be even slower or like make more little steps because now you're already from emotional fear, you're already entering the healing. And I mean, mm. the healing space is so big. So I'd say just stay with, yeah, with emotional fear. And you you named it before that it's mm. not in a fear from the actual moment. So I'd say that's the next next step to take, but not not more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is called emotional fear. And this emotional fear is nothing I could work with right now. Right now it's just blocking me. And the only thing I can do, it's a, from, like it's a door to healing. And yeah, this is one thing we're gonna work with. In this field. Super. Super. Thank you, Yulia. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Next. Now I'll come back. But I'll move now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm coach. I am the client. You were already coach. No, I'm the client. Uh, uh, okay. Also, also, I'm as a placeholder. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, Christine. I need to come up with a fear. Yes, please. Okay, my, my fear is to to freeze when I go into the lake. And I'm also super scared of being on a high height and walk at the edge of, of the mountains. Mm-hmm. So what you're telling me is uh, when you go into a cold lake, you freeze and that is linked to fear yeah. And when you are on a high, high height. Mm-hmm. When I'm walking like uh, on, on the edge of the mountain, I really like it's, it, yeah, I'm scared. Yes. And oh. uh, wait, Devin. Ingrid, can, you, can you just get the, get what her question is? I think would be the next thing is to find out what, what she wants with this. Yes, yeah, thank you, Devin. D- d- is your question 
in a way, if this is normal or not, something like that. When you go well, into a cold leg or, or the hay, yes. So that would be, if you have a person in your group that is adaptive, they will just go like, yeah, that's it. Even if the question is not it. So would you okay. ask a question that has more possibilities than is this it or yes. is it? Okay. Yes. Can you, um, so, so there is a surrounding cold leg and hate. How um, oh, I can ask that differently. You can ask for a yeah. prompt yeah. as well. For prompt, what does it mean? It's like a hint from people if you don't know ah. what to say. Yes. I, I would like to ask you this way. If you would observe a, another person on a hate, uh, what, what do you think, what, uh, what, what uh, would you think that this person might feel when you see another person, not yourself on the hate, but you see another person on the hate, on, on a hate thing? What, what they feel what they feel confident walking there aha uh -huh. so uh, do you have something like you 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 think that other people would be confident when they are there yes yes so uh, could it could you explore that uh, if you have okay. if you haven't i'm going to pause so yeah when Christina shared about her fear, she didn't ask a question. So one question would be, what's your question? Ah, yeah. So you don't have right. to guess. You don't have to guess and, and, and do this. You're just like, what, what's your question about that? What's your... You yeah, know? thank you. Yeah, yeah thank so. you. Yeah, okay. You described uh, the lake and the hate. So what is really your question about that? Like, how, how, can, I, how can I be there without shit my pants and how can i how how can i be there without thinking that i freeze to death and that i do it and that i don't stay away from it yeah so it sounds like you want to to find out how to have no fear in a situation like that Yes and no. It's like I I just beep. want to, <laughs> yeah. to do it. And and Christina, if you have beeps, also give beeps. So yes. Okay. Yeah, that's not working. Yeah, you're translating the question, and you're you're putting a, a thing on her. You're putting uh, Christine. You're saying this, or you're and okay. As as the first contact that that person has with fear, this is a moment of giving a distinction. You know, she's like, she, she wants to be able to do things without shitting her, her pants. Hey, what are the distinctions that I'm missing? And then, and you, you build that in her. Yeah. You build the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, do you have anything? No, not okay. right now. So what is what is the distinction that is missing in that in in your client right now, Ingrid? Like a couple of them. 
about an appropriate fear and an in which which leads to more attention and an emotional fear so in in possibility management we call that conscious fear or unconscious fear or emotional yes. fear and the feeling of fear so it's about conscious and unconscious fear yeah so yes. that's the one that you say and that's you set Thank the you. space for that go ahead yes yes this is uh, what you are describing is a, uh, a moment where, where you feel your fear. Okay. And yes. And uh, what, what is this fear? No, no, you tell, yeah, go. Yeah, I was just going to say, skip, skip the question and just say there is, say the like, distinction. Start with this and okay. there is a distinction. Okay, there is a distinction. Uh, Christina, there is a distinction, okay, uh, between conscious fear and unconscious fear. And conscious fear means that you feel the fear, first of all, you feel the fear, and the situation is, uh, is like that, that is, it is an appropriate fear for the situation. When you are on a hate, it's possible that you could fall down. So the fear which you feel is increasing your attention, your carefulness, so that you don't go too close to this edge, so that you that nothing will happen. So this uh, so this is conscious fear, and it makes you more vigilant for the danger, for the real danger which is there. And an unconscious fear is if you, you don't feel it, you ignore it, and uh, this might lead you to a... So that the definition, you might want to check out what's the definition of unconscious fear or emotional fear, okay? Because it's not just fear that you don't feel it. Because Christina was just saying that she feels it, she's terrified. Panicking. Yeah. yeah. So the, what is the main distinction of emotional fear? Yeah, the time. Yeah. So then, then start with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're also closing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and, and when, you, when you are going to close and you go back and the fear goes away, that is a feeling. You did the action. Can you point to exactly where that fear is in your body right now it's actually like it's like actually yeah. like here in the here yeah yeah so when we experience fear there's a block in the body like it mm. is in your throat right now mm. that's emotional fear so something has happened in the past that has some reason you couldn't express the fear in that moment maybe there is a story mm. attached to that fear that's locked it in your physical body and there's another possibility with the fear that you experience there is a fear energy that is available to you right here right now 
that fear is available to give you information to help you navigate in this moment to help us navigate in this Kiri, conversation. Kiri, there's, there's a, it, it seems like there's a, a real distinction. Like what's the difference? What are you, what are you offering that's different than the fear that's in the block? How is the, uh, yeah, like I didn't quite get that there's a clear, like these are two different things, two different. Yeah, you didn't use the main distinctions. You, you, you're good at recognizing, that was great. It's a go for recognizing the sensation, but then, okay, what is it for? How do you, besides this particular sensation, how do I recognize emotional fear and what it's for? Right. Hmm. So this emotional fear that you feel in your throat, that's for healing. So what you would do with that is, you know, have someone hold space for you mm. to go into that experience and, you know, find the decision, find the story that's created that block for you there mm. and to release that energy. And when you do that, you get more access to the fear that is, that is here in this moment the um the new map of fear so it means that i don't have access to the feeling of the fear when i when i don't heal my block like when i don't heal the emotional fear so it's not possible now to have the access so this was monica rescuing kiri a little bit because this is a no, distinction. I got scared that I don't, I, I actually, I got scared that I, I would like to have access now and I don't, and I get it. I get it. I'm just, this is like a little piece of feedback for Kiri, which is this, this would, this would have been like super clear, you know, and I, and your client got from the um, side, uh, side roads, the main thing that, ah, you cannot access your real fear without emotional fear. Okay. So that would be a good one to have as a main as a main thing to say. Yeah. 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 Until you go through the process of releasing that block of, of going into that story, you mm. won't have access to mm. the the fear that's available here and now. I want to beep here because your voice, when you just said the sentence, was totally different than before what happened i i felt like i knew what to say okay so that was yeah and i'm glad this is recorded because then you could see the difference and the, the before i don't know if you have a, a emotional fear going on or about what to say next but it is it is happening and actually you know this could be a great thing it's one of these distinctions that we can speak about it while, while they're happening. Like it's happening right now. I'm this, I have emotional fear. And so you can even bridge that if uh, to, to relax your emotional fear in this space uh, yeah. as, a, as a suggestion. Yeah. So the emotional fear is like, I'm no good at this. I'm no, you know, I'm not on today. I'm not feeling it. I don't know what I'm saying. 
And it's creating this hesitancy in my voice and in my interaction with you. Whereas if I, if I make a shift and say that, you know, this fear is offering me information, then I can kind of go boldly into that not knowing. And yeah, and share this distinction with you. Jesse, you have something to say to yeah. empower Carrie. Yeah, yeah, it's a, just a piece about when you're speaking to her, if you can recognize that you're experiencing emotional fear and you can allow that to exist in that moment, I, I like the sense I get is that suddenly you can, that, that's what can make the shift. Cause I was with this question of like, well, how do you make the shift? Like, how do you really make the shift in that moment? If I'm experiencing emotional fear, I'm blocked. I think there, that starts with recognizing that I'm experiencing emotional fear. And maybe even letting like the sensation of that fear just be here. Mm. And, and because what I'll do instead, and this, you might do this differently, Carly, but what, I, what I'll do instead is try and just not be scared. Mm. And just try and keep going and not be scared. Yeah. But that's the and, block, right? Yeah, and, that, that, and then I'm blocked and I don't really have access to the, the essential energy that I need. So is it true? Do you actually have to like heal that block in order to have access to the fear that's here right now? Because my sense is that you don't necessarily. It seems that in the beginning, the people have a lot more emotional fears. And so they don't have so much space for being present. But I, I you know, you make your own experiments about it. In, in my life at the moment, I can feel experience emotional fear and still do it. But I, I've, I've done enough work that I can have my box freaking out right here, petrified, and I'm still saying yes to this. And it takes a little, uh, it takes some path, some, some, yeah, some daring to do. Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I would. I would be careful in saying you, you shift to a new person, and to not assume that they're anywhere on the path that you might think that they're on the path. But but and it is you know even recently when I when I did the trapeze, I've been in heights and stuff, and and I've done trapeze before. But I hadn't done flying trapeze, but I could still you know, that I had to still go, okay, I'm here, center, ground accord, and, and, and claim my space. And it, was, it wasn't until like the fifth time I could hear the, the instructions from the instructor saying front, back, before I could just concentrate on my own fear. And so, you know, and I've, I've worked with fear a lot. So it's for each layer, there's a different X on the map. On the path where we are. Thank you, Carrie. So for some people, yeah, there's that um, that emotional fear is a block to feeling any fear in the present moment. And as we go on, as we make that distinction, we gain the capacity to notice. Here's the emotional fear, and here's the fear in the now. 
and and then there's more possibilities to navigate between those two. Yes, I think that works. No. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was like only 30, 30 seconds left and how do you want to use this time with your fear, Monica? Good question. I, I would like to ask for a possibility. You already, it's already started, go. Yes. I, I, I like to have a possibility for my physical body to experience something extraordinary what I didn't experience yet to process all the information from my mental and emotional body in another way. Float could be water. a treatment, could be any, something which will bring me to an extraordinary experience. Float in water, experiment with floating on your back in water. Okay. Another one is... Go. Lie with your back on the earth um, and raise your fear. Like lie on the grass, right on the, the soil. Mm -hmm. Have a friend, Have a friend go with you to a park, a big park, and blindfold you and run as fast as you can blindfolded. Okay. And they, they keep... You know, they spot you for, you know, mm -hmm. don't run into a tree. Okay. Thank you. Also, it's dauert and vielleicht uh, takes time, but maybe like half the time we were we were interrupting you. Mm. And yes. Mm. Would everybody take a deep breath? Any jewels or comments or questions about this using experiential reality to enter and bring your client or participants into the domain, the territories of fear and otherwise? So I got the feedback and the experience that talking from my experience first and then making space for for my opposite person to also bring in their experience um, was very helpful to like to match and then to 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 be able to move on forward together to really know that that we connected when there was basically a yes i know that yes i have that same experience that you were describing yeah, it's a little bit of like what we experience, uh, what we experimented in this radical relating. Like, go vulnerable first. And open the space. What, what I what I liked in in my experience is really that 
I will be confronted with my own uh, fear to be clear or to, to uh, so, so we, we really, I, I will be confronted in this moment with, 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 a, where, where, with a hidden, the hidden corners of my own fear. And to be to to open to that, so so in the interaction that uh, I could get a little bit more clarity, so that I can e even uh, create more experience for myself. Mm. Yes. Nice. Thank you, Ingrid. Mm -hmm. it, it's so amazing that. This is one of these experiences where even talking about emotional fear, you can use the, the present situation if you're feeling emotional fear about being clear. And so this is just, it's happening right now. And this is how it's blocking. And this is what, what it could be different. And so what a, what a great hint about our emotional fear. Yeah, and even to say, uh, even if I would not be able to say it in this moment, even if I will be clear only later, the next time I can do not not to blame myself, but the next time I can try to say I feel in this moment fear to explain that to you or something like that, because I have uh, yeah, it's new for me. I'm in my fear. Yeah, and and Ingrid, to, when you say that, to also have this meta conversation saying. I have fear and I'm still speaking because I have learned because, and so then you bringing this. So, so this uh, thought where of emotional fear is a block is, is not true. If you change your mind about it, then it can actually be a stepping stone for vulnerability, for connection, for clarity, for transformation together. So it's, it's great to also bring that dimension when you, um, when you're talking about your own fear. Yeah, thank we you. Had, we had something similar come up in our group and I was glad about the distinction that, well, for somebody, I don't know, but for somebody, there might be a block so big that there's so much fear locked up in that, emotional fear locked up in that, that the person isn't capable of accessing any, any dimension of present feelings, fear and but but for somebody who's done emotional healing processes and removed some blocks and started to open up space there's the possibility that I can be scared with emotional fear speaking to you right now and if I can recognize ah this is emotional fear that I'm feeling like there's something that maybe even just recognizing it does where okay I'm experiencing emotional fear and letting some aspect of that be here and not it's so the difference is instead of trying to not be afraid, when I try to not be afraid, then I have obviously no access to feeling the feeling of fear because I'm trying to not. And I'm trying to not because I'm in emotional fear and I think the emotional fear is stopping me. And so there's this, there's the distinction of, okay, if I'm with emotional fear, maybe there's a doorway in okay, I, I, I acknowledging that I'm with emotional fear and actually letting myself feel that as I talk, okay, I'm in emotional fear, I'm feeling that. And then maybe that 
like plugging me into the source energy that is fear in the moment. Thank you, Jesse. I mean, you just demonstrated taking us into your journey of a new clarity. And, and do you get that? This, is, this, was the, this was the experiment. This was the exercise, what you just did. And, and there's still a way that you're, you're not standing by your discovery. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Just right now, there was, you, you said, well, maybe, or, or perhaps, or, and it's, mm, a proposal would be to be ecstatic about your discovery, to, you know, to just have a, um, bringing this joy of, God, this is, I'm, I'm, as I'm speaking to you, I'm discovering this. And, and really, that's also what Ingrid was talking about this you know, abracadabra, which is a magical sentence, is I, I discover as I speak, or what is I it? Create, I, I create, I create as, I as I speak. So this is really with the power of fear. I create as I speak. And God, isn't it totally exciting? But thank you for the demonstration. Thank you, you Jesse. Kiri, anything from you? I really appreciated in that in that exercise there was a shift, which is yeah similar to what Jesse and Ingrid was talking about, where there's a lot of emotional fear in the space in us trying to work out like how do we do this, and and then um, at the end it's yeah it's shifted into a sense of like the three of us are exploring this together like we're it's not like the coaches there kind of judging me and waiting to like point out where my mistakes are but like this sense of like I'm trying to empower you so that we can both learn together what this looks like and there was something for me about yeah acknowledging that emotional fear and kind of stepping boldly into that territory thank you cool i want I, to i want i want to share. just i want to give the speaking piece to christina dershner <laughs> <laughs> i want to share one little thing too and then yeah, yeah. afterwards or what Oh, go afterwards or whenever okay whenever okay so you want to speak now yeah okay the, the the little thing is i really encourage you to look to watch the video recording because uh, it goes into different rooms and sometimes you can just really see yourself the shift from before the coaching and after the coaching and and it, there's a i know yeah, it, it could be really, really clear, like the, the tone of voice and then to really see the what happened in your client. And so I recommend that. Thank you. I, I, actually, I want to share um, what I just experienced um, that it is it is so difficult for me to build smaller bridges or smaller stepping stones on the bridge it's like i see already the end or i see like the the midst of the of the bridge but like this painting the picture 
step by step is I don't know it's like I, I, I cannot see it I can it's, it's so amazingly when I see it with others doing it and painting the picture and or I don't I, don't, I, I, I think it's an emotional healing process but I actually I don't know where to, where to start and mm -hmm. I would like to have clarity or yeah feedback on this or any 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 hints <laughs> or hint. yeah Th that um, if you see where you want to get to and then you try to map out the path to that thing you might be missing out on all of the other possible destinations that could be way more cool You know, if you've already decided where you want to get to. And the coaching would be look at the small stepping path as where, like, look at the next step as where you want to get to, and that's it. But yeah. what if, like, really, like, this is my research question. What if I'm tapping into the fear and this, this information comes and it's so far? So, and I, I cannot see. So I, what, yeah, go ahead, Gina, you, you just gave me the emotional healing process a couple of days ago and you were like you you took one step at a time with me and my my idea is that because you sensed with your fear or my experience was because you've sensed with your fear where I am and where the next door for me is and and you have you already have that um you have that tool or you have that you know how to do it so it's it's more about allowing yourself to actually grow with your partner or grow with the people you're talking to it sounds like you already have a distinction like sometimes the information that i get is for me and sometimes it's for me to pass on to the client. And it sounds like you already have that sense. It's like, sometimes I get information that's not, you know, that the client's not quite ready for yet. And yeah, and you can do, like Jesse said, just take the next step that is there now. My, my sense you can't know the map between here and there. Something similar happened with the, the group with uh, Jule, Marcus, and Johanna, and the, the hint, and I, I think that I, I align with what Marcus says, that, that you do it, and maybe you do it in more some formal settings, but is to use your fear to be intimately connected with, your, with the other person. So then you get, you get where they are, but you also you, you, you walk besides them. And because it, when you know where you, you have this big step, it just takes you away from being so intimately relating to, to that other, to the other. And, yeah, and what, yeah. What, I've, yeah, what I've found is like, it, it, when, like you said, in, in other settings and sessions, I, I'm, I can do that. But when it's like, go, like, it's, 
it's just I I can't it's or I can I and of course yeah this, this is my edge and I I want to be more I don't know fierce or I have an experiment for you which yeah. it would be to to build well I guess either build or paint uh, something like a little dollhouse or to even paint a little dollhouse for no one, for, for the space, you know, as the space. Because So the thing is, what I'm hearing is you can, you have this skill when it's a one-on-one, -on -one, but you haven't transferred it to the, a space. How to build a space, for, like in a way for nobody like for no one in particular, just for the space. So that could be an experiment to, uh, to, to, to paint a, a space for no one or to build it and then realize, okay. I mean, especially building it, I think would be better because it's like, you need to put this before this. And then there's this tiny little screw that goes there or this piece of wood that, that comes right there and if I don't put the insulation before, then I can't put the tiles like this thing. And in, in the buildings, sensing into how that works also for mimetic of a space, mm. kind of like making that parallel. That would be an experiment. Yeah. I, I also had this other experiment impulse, which was it would be an emotional healing process or to check out if there's a something in a, like a gremlin behavior that might be enmeshed with, with spaces that you're not formally space holding or something uh, that where where that would be some some kind of I know how it goes or, or this disconnect from being so intimately related or an expectation on the space to check it out. I had something to add to this, this uh, uh, superior thing. Like I see it, I can go there and like, yeah, same thing, some, some measurement. I see also a bit adding from what Anne-Chloe said, it's like building and training a muscle inside of you of when you have um, an inspiration or like this picture of something big or like, it could and it could be something physical, like uh, seeing this piece of cake and then coming from step-by-step, step, okay, how, how do I realize that cake without having the recipe, but step-by-step step, let, let you fear guide you to, to build that cake you're really envisioning. And, and, and training this muscle and in, in every single stuff you want to create in your life, just being having this awareness, okay, I have this big, big image and how do I get there? Um, and I feel like is, this muscle will get more fit about building small steps towards some towards uh, where you want to go. Because uh, what uh, you say is you have the image, it's like, where do I bring, how do I bring them to that? Place. I I want to share an example. Just, pa just pause for a second. Yes. How are you, how are you doing, Christine? Are you can you handle more? Yes. Experiment. Do you want more experiment? Yeah. One okay, more. Okay, Ingrid, then go. Yeah. I had 
last Tuesday, my own PMT in French, and it was about Gremlin, and it went so awfully bad. I was, it was really, at the end, a mess. And I felt pain about that. And what I did was really, and it's still there, I, I, uh, embracing that pain to let it do, uh, make liquid my box. And I have no idea what, it, what will come out in the, uh, in the moment, but to, but to use the thing which something in me judge as it went not good to, to, to let it build myself, I mean, to go liquid and let it rebuild itself in a way. And to, to put, let put in these untens for the next time that I can discover this, the, the ways earlier. Does that make, make sense what I, I'm, I'm sharing? I don't know. I'm sorry. I did not get it. It's okay. Yeah, just okay. Another word. I, to to really embrace fully the pain that I that that there is something which things in me. It went wrong. Mm -hmm. And to to let the pain work so that I get the liquid and to let the box, re yeah, to, to put in some senses, new senses, matrix, so that next time I have more clarity. Does this ma make sense, what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. To some of us, it makes sense. And yeah, great. I think it, there's a big key in using, using your pain, uh, Christine, using what what is not there that you would want to see there and and that's really painful and to and to allow it to just take more space and it's not just fear it's also huge sadness and and anger and also joy so yeah so i have this is going to be a wild experiment for you christina because you get to actually practice right now yes right away to build this space up for us for this experiment and really whenever you want to just stop and say okay that was too big i'm starting over just stop whenever okay okay great okay so i want i will bring you into the next space and the next space will be an experiment a practice to practice asking the next dangerous questions with your clients and this this practice is a space holder practice which is actually like it's it's the the fundament it's it's the key to to the next door and why you why you will practice that you will um you will discover different kind of territories in you, which you need to um, tap into and, and own so that you can ask the next question or that the next question comes to you. And what, what we discovered is that 
um, using your fear on a low level of fear, you, you're tapping into, um, into the energetics field that it's possible to, to get access to the fear of others, the, the, the fear of Gaia, the fear of a collective and fear of the outside. So, but what, it, what it's needed is that you, you, you tap into your, consciously into your low level of fear so that you're bridging yourself into the space. And to, to open the space also for this, asking the next dangerous question, um, what it's necessary is that you, you have your gremlin on your side, on your leash, and you tap into the underworld, in your own underworld. So it's opening the doors in yourself, however you're gonna do it, but open them and connect from underworld to underworld to your client. And you will discover your own technique, how to do that. And, and in this setting, you, you're gonna be in three. So there's the possibilitator who is um, asking the questions and it's not about um, knowing the question but tapping into the fear into the, this field of low level fear and let the 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 question arrive and fall into you and let it speak and and then there's the the client and the client gives you like you ask the client first um okay what what is what do you have for me like why are you here so you are opening as a possibilitator you're opening the space and then um the client will share for one minute what is it all about the problem the the theme the issue the conflict what the person wants to, to uh, what the client wants to work on and then while uh, during this one minute you're scanning you as a possibility you're scanning on all five bodies what what is happening mm -hmm. and then after this minute you you open yourself up um, you scanned your gremlin on the side tapping into the underworld and leaning into the fear and then just ask the next question and at, at the beginning it's like you you think you have the first question but just put the first question aside and let it drop mainly it's a box question and then um just use the, the second or the third thought and the th third question for 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 um, asking and then you have seven minutes to to navigate into the next doorway of the client like move move the the client to the next doorway through asking the dangerous question yeah so this can i can i add something christina yes please I mean, just along the line so like box question like you were talking christina is you know what are you feeling or what's this feeling about okay those are actually pm box question so those are forbidden you you get to actually um ask the next question like 
not the first one that seems appropriate or good or uh, you know whatever normal ordinary just ask even not even the second question it can be can even be the third like this third question and and the, the purpose of this is is still healing and transformation you're asking these questions with the purpose of creating some form of transformation and that's what makes them dangerous yes and and what we figured out that there are questions which are pointing more into kind of into the evolution and into maybe the bright principles or um, the next steps in in um, in initiation and others um, will more direct into the underworld into into the realms of healing so and the spectrum in between it's it's open it's it's not this or that but it's it's a wide range so just that you know it's it's not just about healing but it's also not just about going um in the direction of okay what is the next step empowerment and and transformation in 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 a yeah in an empowerment way initiation way so um let the spectrum be wide also from from this when you tap into the fear like let it let it arrive yeah i have a question yeah. uh you were telling that first i connect with my underworld and the underworld of the client and i why is this step or why not being to being or why why from the underworld how would it help me in this work because it's about being dangerous it's about being at the edge of of their um evolution Okay, it's, it's just for me doesn't fit that big connecting to the underworld makes me more dangerous. Like, I feel no, like it makes the question for the person more dangerous because it moves the person to the edge of their next step in the direction to the healing process or to to the uh, to the next distinction or to to the next awareness of oh, okay, this this is my next initiation step. And my proposal would be to try it out and see what happens. Yes, Johanna. try it out, and and it's 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 not about you. You become more dangerous. It's not about that. It's about um, opening the door to a dangerous question for your client, and that's why you tap into the underworld. However, you tap into the underworld of your client. If you have a, an, another technique, go for it. Like I do it like this. So we will go in groups of three. So first you have one minute, like ask, ask the, the client, um, like, why are you here? Then the client has one minute to, to share. During the one minute, scan and do, do your complete scanning. And then you have seven minutes to guide the, the client to the next doorway. And then afterwards you have, four minutes for um, feedback and coaching and the coach really stands there and say um, coaches the possibilitator to to be centered grounded at at the edge and also um, uh, connected to the underworld connected to the gremlin so um, and 
in the feedback and coaching also give um, feedback and coaching to the coach yeah okay any other questions do you give uh do you give Ever. the time frame in 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 yes in, in steps because i could uh, i didn't yes. get everything yes, yes thank you okay great so here we go Where do you want me, or do you want me to do it with me? Not there. You can you can do it with me, and then yes. I can go to rooms, for example, or I can practice with you. I mean, is that and okay? I need to I need to move you because you cannot jump, right? I can jump. I can jump. How can you do that? I don't know how how this gets. Okay. We can have another can call for that. Then you another die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And you will share with me how to do the countdown in the breakout rooms because that I can't I don't know how okay. what do you mean the countdown it's it's just in this room okay. it's just in the main room Okay. It's just when you 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 put the numbers and then yeah, this is my okay. reference point. So is it I don't need to know it right now. Okay. But I want to try. Hello, Christina. What what do you have? Mm, okay, I <laughs> so I'm, I have really like this holding the space in English. Oh, fuck, this really scares me. Holding the, the, the space in English with native speaker, it still mm -hmm. freaks me out. And not knowing the words Fuck. yeah what what are you yeah do you want to say that that's just sadness sadness that i i don't find the words and There's so much confidence lacking in English when I, when I do it in German, it's, mm -hmm. it's different. And I feel afraid that I also cannot do the possibility coaching training mm -hmm. and that I cannot be so precise and mm -hmm. 
let's go with the English right now. The huh. what my question is how can you turn not knowing all of the English words as a superpower? I, I, I tried this or I did this because nothing like I, I couldn't, I, I was very, very sharp or like, um, that's the reason why I don't speak so much because, and, and I cannot paint it so fluffy and would so you would, would you try this I, I i get that's that's where you are but how just with me right now with me right now as an experiment how would you be able to turn the not knowing english as as a native speaker as a superpower as an advantage, actually. Like, yeah, what I just said, that I can, I'm, I'm, I needed to collect every word, every word I know. Okay, so that's one is that you become a collector of words. You become a collector of words. What what other ways could you turn not knowing English as a native speaker as an advantage as a, an advantage for a space holder? Yeah, I get that that you don't know. This is why we're we're you know putting our other parts of ourselves at work or at play, actually. See, if you if you are not a native English speaker, you're not really expected to know. And your your brain is wired differently. Yeah. I cannot speak so fast. Yeah. And I know I, I should not compare myself. This is not about that. It's not about that. It's like, so, you know, speaking not so fast, that can be an advantage. Can you tell me how? 
deux et demi aux yeux du haut. Ah. It's ouais. like, yeah, slowing, mm -hmm. slowing down, slowing down the space. Yeah. yeah. That's why maybe it's, I'm also so fine with Marcus because like he's the slow one with us. And what else? besides slowing down. Finding new words. Yeah. Finding new words. And creating new words. Creating new words. I have a next question. I think this question could stay and you, you could carry it for a little while. And my next question is, what is the, what game do you play? What, what game do you play when you say that? When you say, I'm not, I'm not confident with, with the speaking English. Okay, can you go a bit deeper? Like, what is it? What flavor? What is really, really going on? Can you say the question again? Yeah. What what flavor of game do you do you play when you say I'm not confident in speaking English and holding space in English? Yeah, I'm playing victim. What is the story? That I'm not good enough. How come you carry this story? How come you want to carry that story? I don't want to carry this story. So how come you, you carry that story? It's just another layer. It's another layer, the next layer. I, I don't I'm not enough I'm good 
not good enough. It's like I'm. I know this. This mm. one so long. Like in my, on a different page, but this is obviously the next layer. Mm -hmm. I, need to, I needed to shift them already, and I didn't. Okay. I cannot do this at the same time. <laughs> Thank you for letting me practice. Huh? Thank you for letting me practice. I was pretty scared. How long do we have until 10.30, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Three minutes, we coach. Do you want to say that? I feel. I feel sad because I get so much support from you and also Aunt Chloe and. You feel sad because you get a lot of support from me. Yeah, and it feels like I cannot do it in a, in a good way. How do you know it's not a good way? I feel so stupid when I'm open this space and I'm, I'm I feel observed and Do you see the things? No. Yes. I you see them? Yeah. How do you see them? Why don't I see them? I don't understand this. Do you, would you like to do it with me? Or do you want me to go to a room? Or do you want to continue? What was the third? 
continue. I want that you stay here. Okay. What if? Hmm? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was it? You can pause the recording. I need to pause. I can pause it. So für Intimitätverbindung und, und Wahrheit, Authentizität. Okay. I'll give you the last question because I feel like it's needed. Um, to whom do you think you need intimacy and connection the most? myself oh. yes so i'm giving you back the question you you were entering with it was how can i let go of my past and the people by giving myself space by holding by being with myself with the qualities of your heart There's, there's another question that is, that, I don't know if this place is over, but there's another, it, it seems like this went like in a circle, that mm. this realization already was there, mm. but that it can go like, mm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, So one way would be to ask a question that would get Johanna not to realize something, but to move already towards it. Yeah. So when are you going to start? Start with what? Uh, yeah, start with... I'm already being with myself and giving myself space for connection, intimacy with myself and, and feeling 
yeah, this question is not helping me going forward. Okay, so thank you. Okay. The question yeah, could be what you're not doing. And also, what are you going to do about it? There's, was, or something like this, Marcus. Like, so, you know, what are you going to do now? Like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. All right, I'm the possibilitator. Yes, I will be kind. Marcus, what are you here for right now? Mm. I'm struggling with a Basically, with the, I'm afraid of the force of my gremlin in relationship to the woman I love the most. And I'm so afraid of my gremlin that it's hard for me to get close to her. How can you make your gremlin big in a way that it serves your relationship? by crying when I'm sad. Because then it's not only him that knows what to protect, but also I do. And what's blocking you from being vulnerable and crying? I had a, I had a, like a, a beep of not working so well, that question, but it was a more mm -hmm. obvious question. Mm. And, and it, it's like, it went in the direction and his answer went in the direction and then you went in the direction. And so something that it seems like something in the question is about expanding and it works. And then can you make a question that it cuts through the bullshit? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, there's just, like I can picture you crying in front of her. What's stopping you? Johanna, you have something. My question for you is, what? Why are you not showing your anger? Like you, you, you feel something in the space and you're not saying it. Who do you Just think? A moment of, yeah, yeah. Who do you think you're serving when you do that? What do you think you're serving? Yeah. That's not to be answered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yuli, when you said what is stopping you mm -hmm. and there was a beep from my side because Because Marcus is he's uh. What else could Yula do? What else could Yula do? Jump into the fear like Marcus is now and raise your fear with, with him and, and see where's the, where's the edge of his fear. You know, why are you afraid to, because you're showing you're being vulnerable right now. Why are you afraid being vulnerable with her? Wait, let me just try this thing with you, Yula. Have you, you did this, you know, like you held this amazing process in the possibilitator training to Mark and his gremlin. Mm. So get that, like that, that sword you ask this question, how can you make your gremlin big that serves your relationship? And there was something that, that was like, I don't, know, I don't know if you felt in the space, but there was almost like a, he, he didn't crack. Marcus did not crack 
or something. Mm. He just went sideways somehow. So, you know, what part of Marcus is not wanting to crack, not wanting to open mm. there. So go, go to that danger part. Mm. Just there something. It might be not accurate. And that's the worst thing that could happen is not accurate right now. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you're being vulnerable right now and you're telling me it doesn't work with your partner. So how can you use that big gremlin to, to go there? Oh. Well, you know, it's not, no. yeah, you got it. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing, there's a filter there. Can you see this filter of bullshit? Yeah. Okay. Cut through it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you, you're being vulnerable right now. So what's it really about? Try, try this on, mm. try this on. How else do you let your, your gremlin bullshit you like this mm. in your relationship? Something like that, because that's what he just did in, in a, yeah. to himself, to himself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. There's a way you were just bullshitting yourself right now. How else do you do that in your relationship? Well, I'm telling myself that this is not the space I want to be in. I tell myself that this is not the relationship I want to be in. And how do you act it? What do you do? I declare it as too dangerous to open up and show myself. There's something like I'm investing a lot to make the space stable enough so I can I feel safe enough to open up. And I see that this is withholding me from already being there. And I don't think that's all. I think there's a part where you actively 
destroying the space. Would you also give feedback to each other? I'm just, yeah. this is, it was great. And I don't think, I don't know if you've done feedback and coaching so far. Okay, yeah. So, so we're closing that right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. What works for me, Yule, is that you're telling, you're asking me questions that I don't have answers to. And I've, like, that make me somehow feel stupid or look stupid. And it works because it creates yeah, a crack or a space in myself of questioning. the ideas I have or something. Thank you. And it actually really, it only works when you, when you put your, are you from East Germany? So there's some dryness at least in you. Yes. you know, when you stick to your being dry. My stick to what? Being dry. Being dry, okay. Yeah, especially when it's something about gremlin, you know, the, the person is, it's like gremlin is there, is already there in the answer. You can almost rely on that. Vera, would you share to the whole space what you would just wanted to share? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Marcus was having the one of the. It was the client, and he had a the his edge was about gremlin, and it's you know, this this thing that Christina said about connect with your underworld, connect with your gremlin, and 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 use the sword to. It's almost guaranteed that the first answer will have gremlin in it because it's it's what is it's it's what is there it's what the the issue or the problem is and so to to not really just believe necessarily the, the story and to and to keep the yeah to keep the the sword really sharp because yeah. that, that's what happened in the space is the the what the client knew about his answer was the, the first layer was exactly the expression of its problem. And so it's like it, to trust your, your sight to really radically rely on the impulse from your gremlin and, and make a move. And the worst thing that can happen is that it's not accurate. And then the person will tell you. Maybe even so it can be accurate, even if the person tells you, but you can, you can offer it anyway, it's an offer. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Vera. Now, how, how did you then frame it as a question? The, the, the way that I proposed as a trying on for Yule was, how is your gremlin bullshitting you even now about this? 
So it was, was really to put the poop on the table instead of this, because when it's gremlin, gremlin it wants to, uh, oh, it's about this here. And then it wants to take you to that place, but that is just a circle of drama. And it's, okay, cut through all of that and put that on the table. Yeah. Thank That's you, Vera. That's one way, yeah. And any other findings? And Anne-Chloe, I don't know how, like we have 10 minutes left, so. Yeah. So let's do it five, five minutes of sharing if there is enough and then we'll, yeah, take it over. Yeah, so. I really feel like I've turned the corner in this process today and in this session today, like I've been in this space feeling very adaptive and very kind of driven by my emotional fear. And today I just, yeah, I discovered this possibility of like, oh, we're exploring this together. Like there's not a right answer. There's not a, like we're just trying new things and like I learn as much from being in each of those positions as like being in the possibilitator role. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Kieran. Thank you. I mean, I realized that I I've trained myself to some degree to get these next question and often they come before the other person, like the client has done talking. And I, and I have this, whatever one uh, kind of technology where I, I ask questions pretty fast in a way of um, destabilize, destabilize, destabilizing, thank you, the box. So I ask a question pretty fast at some point the box is like, God, what, what are we talking about? And then I, I can answer, you know, then, then there's, there's a door into the, the heart or the soul of the being. But I also noticed um, I was with Ingrid and Ingrid has a completely different technology of letting a lot of space between questions and how that is also very powerful in a way of the box being like, oh, what, should I say something? Should I not say something? And then the strategy, gets revealed like the blocks the and so i i really learned a lot from uh having access to this other option of letting a lot of space and then the question what i would think you is like the question comes and then there's the next question that comes and then the next question that comes and then i can just let the question kind of come in silence and then choose one at some point to choose one mm. Um, instead of the, the fire option. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I have to really st stay in my fear. I really have to stay present and in the fear in instead of having the conversation like roll. Yeah. I, yeah, I noticed just how I think a how much as a as the possibilitator how much fear I had in asking the question in not running away after I asked the question in in the like the client's answer and my disbelief in the answer allowing myself not to believe the answer there's a lot of fear in doing that and continuing just like that this 
I, I don't know, just my, 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 still my thought where around fear is so much like, ah, uh, I should not be asking this question. I shouldn't be going in this direction. I shouldn't be blah, 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 blah. And I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel some like grief or sadness coming up because this last week and then this exercise too, but this last week has been in some ways for me playing with almost this type of experience of like, what is my underworld? What's my, when I look into this person's underworld or when I check the underworld stuff here, what's really, what's happening? What questions do I have? And there's always so much. I notice there's so much there, uh, so much wisdom, so much, so much, so many keys for deeper intimacy that I have, trained myself to ignore basically um yeah i felt like as a for the possibility like this role this this exercise was transformative for me as a possibilitator and i want to do more of it thank you thank you David. thank you behind the scenes I just want to share like that I, I was with Vera and I was falling apart and I compared myself and I got a hint to the next emotional healing process about being not good enough and it's just tapping into exactly what you said Aunt Chloe with this yeah I'm I'm slower I'm doing it slower I'm doing it in German or like I do I'm, I'm a German I'm not a, a native speaker and I'm still in this or I need to be quick or faster and better in language and it just felt such a relief you saying this that and that you named it as a technology because I still this and especially when I'm in this space where so many native speakers are so elegantly speaking. And Vera, I'm counting you in because if you are a native speaker, even you're not. Um, I'm, I'm not, nobody, uh, only uh, Kiri. And Devin. Jesse and Devin. Oh, and Devin. And Jesse. Jesse, barely after the process we've done this week, English is no, no longer his language. <laughs> okay it's it's really it's so uh and yeah i will do a, a process about this but that you know i wanted to be more present in, in 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 the sessions and i was present with myself yeah and that's thank you christina thank you for thank holding you. space for us yeah. yeah. It was a wonderful exercise, really. Yes. And thank you for being present with what is instead of what you wanted to be present with. And picking up that, do you do you want to ask for an emotional healing process in this space? Who, who wants to hold space for me? Who will hold space for me for this emotional healing process? <laughs> the team. <laughs> Jesse, Monica, Ingrid, Johanna.
Cool. Cool, Christina, I'm, I'm taking back and with Vera, the, mm -hmm. the space holding. Thank you. We just have a few minutes left. There was, when we were checking in with Christine uh, earlier today about this exercise, there was also this other dimension that I would like to give you. So if you wanna experiment with also this week and for the rest of your life, if you wish, um, uh, is to, as a space holder, in most of the spaces that you'll be in, you'll, you'll be the space holder. You'll have the one with the most clarity or responsibility or awareness, mostly. And so that these asking this question, yes, it's useful for your, your client and your participants and your groups as a space holder, but there's a way that you need to bring yourself to your own edge in, um, in a way of being, it's like when you're liquid, then you can, you have compassion for whatever liquid state other people are in around you. Like if you put yourself in your own liquid state, then then it's all together in the boat, no matter what the quote unquote level of liquid state is or what the the territory being being liquid about. Mm -hmm. So the practice would be to uh, how can you ask the next question that brings you to your edge, that puts you on on your edge instead of the other person. And, but to, be, to do this in connection, in, in intimacy, and it could be stuff like, uh, I mean, I think there's a lot, but it's something like, I, I don't understand how it is. Like I, I have a block to be in contact with you or be understand you, would you help me, for example? And then it's a way to put yourself into this, God, I, there's something that I don't know. There's something that I need to discover or, so this kind of next question. I have another one. Yeah. Yeah. What can I not see what you see? Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that would be the experiment. Yeah. Um, and he, as we're wrapping this up, I mean, like somebody said in the beginning, this is really the beginning of the journey together as, a, as Fear Club space holders in the world. And I would keep the group alive. And I think if there's more Fear Club Space Holder training, which I think will happen, then there might be this group like the Rage Club Space Holder uh, group and just having this new people, new generation coming in and, 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 and stuff like that. So we're, we're just the first, the first wave, let's say. Um, any, anything, any sharings, any comments uh, just for this space as it's closing? Is this the last session today? Yeah. It is. There was actually in the first Rachel Spaceholder training, there was an, a bonus, I remember. Session <laughs> 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 for the fifth session. Are you making a proposal, Christine? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's meet next Tuesday. No, a Monday again, same time. As a I will be in on my way to Germany. In the uh, might be it, but would be possible uh, at the airport. I next and week. And I is, will be in and Chloe's fear club. Oh, oh me too. You're holding a fear club. <laughs> I'm holding Let's a meet. fear club. Yeah, I need to say something. <laughs> 
okay. the fear is the, the work time. But I would say we can time, find yes. another date if we oh, want to okay. just do a, a, a practice altogether or a process or whatever. We could just find another date. But yes. so, Christine, would you would you be in charge of that? The bonus week, finding yes. the date yes. and time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I would love to to do besides that like this processes this advanced thing. I, I really mm -hmm. want that you also hold space like whoever feel called to the the process we need to write down and to do uh, practice first but then to write down that we bring this into the space this could be cool you mean this process that we just yeah. gone through no, no, like the the the, the how do the assignment, assignment. Mm. The, mm -hmm. the third assignment yeah. third assignment and then to fill the space with this yes great it's already prepared, actually. <laughs> Yay. Just the date and time, and then we're good. Yes. <laughs> cool. Great. Okay, would you write this down? Would you write it all down in the, in the chat also for the people who were not here this week? Great. Johanna, I think you started to say something. Okay. Um, uh, it's not relevant anymore. Thank you. Okay. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for, for like jumping in this crazy territory of fear and holding space for other people to grow into their fear. And I really enjoyed you guys in this really small group and being intimate like that with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to say that the, as the group continues, I would love to, I'm going to keep sharing the experiments that I'm doing with, with fear. And I, I just really, I invite you to do the same, to continue to, so this, the new things that come up in your fear journal to, to share them. Yeah. Thank you both, Vera and, and Chloe. Yeah. It was an amazing space for me. <laughs> Thank you. I feel a lot of joy learned. I learned so much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's 